0: Media, please help us so 2020 the bible the the word of the lord says we are going to be what be led and then be blessed so for us to receive what we're looking for the spirit of the lord is saying in this time that we need to yield ourselves to be led and last year and so this year god is appearing to us as jehovah what jehovah rohi let me hear it louder jehovah what Jehovah Rohi. Now, last year, Je- God appeared to us as Jehovah what? And what is the meaning of Ebenezer? God, our helper. And what is the meaning of Jehovah Rohi? Praise the Lord. And so, if you clearly look at those two words, Jehovah, Ebenezer, the helper, Jehovah, Roi, him that guides or leads. And if you remember, when Jesus was speaking, it says, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to send you a what? A what? Do you remember? He said, We'll send you a helper. And he was talking about who? The Holy Spirit. And he says he will do what? He will guide you. So if last year God was a helper and the same Holy Spirit. And this year he says, I'm going to lead and guide you. It is no doubt that God is releasing his Holy Spirit in full measure to the church. And if you don't understand that, you need to grasp that this morning that this is the dispensation of the word of the Holy Spirit. Tell two people this is a dispensation of the Holy Spirit. And so last week the senior pastor came and brought the word. We said we better learn to be what to be led. Better learn to be what between last Sunday and this Sunday. How many of us have learned to be led? Last Sunday and today. How many of us have learned to be led? Just wave your hand like a wiper, not like a own. just very soft wiper. So between last week and this week, if you've not learned to be led, today is the best time to learn to be led. Praise the Lord. Because by the message of the Lord, we'll be teaching clearly on the subject that is titled led by the spirit. Praise the Lord. And we're talking about the Spirit. The Spirit is moving already. We're talking in-depthly about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit, it is time for us to understand who this person is. It is time for us to understand what he does. It's time for us to understand who he is. And usually when we speak about the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, it is easy for us to think that we are not part of those equations. Because when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the first thing that comes to our mind is those that speak in tongues. Do I have a witness in this house? So when you see those brothers and sisters speaking in tongues, and then you can clearly say, Those are those that have the word the Holy Spirit. This morning, before you leave here, this morning, you will have the understanding that the only thing you've not been doing is cultivating friendship with Him. This morning, before you leave that door, you will understand who that Holy Spirit is, and why we need him in the Christianity world, and you will have a grasp of who he really is, and you will never regret coming to church this morning. If you really don't say amen. It is going to be a very deep teaching, and trust me, we're going to teach it as if we are teaching the elementary, because we have come to the point where we do not understand who this person is, what he does, and so in church, when you hear people say, the Lord spoke to me and said, don't wear these clothes. Wear the other clothes. Have you heard people say that to you before? And you say, I was driving and the spirit of the Lord spoke to me. I said, don't follow 10 Mile bridge. Follow where? At Maw Maw. You've heard people say that before. Do you think it's real? Do you think it's real? The question is, have you experienced it before? If you've never experienced it before, you will experience it from now on in the name of Jesus. Because we will teach it and will show you who he is he's not the spirit that moves when there is anointing service that's not his work that was not his primary work he's not the spirit that comes only when there's deliverance service and throws someone in the air and knock him down on the floor did i say knock that's speaking english praise the lord so the holy spirit is a person you need to understand that first turn to your neighbor and say the holy spirit is a person Say person, I didn't say person, I said person, so tell to two more people I say the Holy Spirit is a person, just say to someone, the Holy Spirit is a person, so first and foremost we need to demystify this thing about the Holy Spirit that if you are born again you need to wait maybe one month, two months then the Holy Spirit will come If i ask in this place how many of us have the holy spirit not so many people will be bold enough to raise their hands the reason is because you have not experienced him doesn't mean you do not have him and so when you see people speaking in tongues and all the rest you think that is what the holy spirit is about the holy spirit is not about that move it's about making you a better person and the transformation of your life and the the, the more you become transformed the more you experience him better this morning i say that grace assembly will experience another level of the holy spirit going forward in the name of jesus so let me demystify some of the things we thought was the move of the holy spirit which a lot of people are still holding on to if i ask now how many of us here have the holy spirit this is a teaching so it's some it's a way that i can have a sample don't Look at somebody else. Don't be shy of anything. Today, we are teaching and we are learning. Today, we are what? We are teaching and what? We are learning. So, this is a class. Is a what? It's a class. So, the teacher is asking, how many of you have the Holy Spirit? Just, if you have it, just raise your hand. If you don't have it, I'm going to show you something. Don't be shy. If you have it, just raise your hand. Above your head, if you have the Holy Spirit, if you have the Holy Spirit. Don't raise your hand because somebody is raising his hand. The Holy Spirit is watching you this morning. So raise your hand if you have the Holy Spirit. Now, you will discover that for for some of us, we're not even sure. So the hand was coming like this and coming like this and coming and finally, let me just raise my hand before they say I don't have it. Praise the Lord. But you are going to find out. The reason why we think we don't have it okay let me ask one more question how many of us seated down here have received jesus christ as your lord and personal savior for real not those ones we came when we were small and we gave him we took it back giving him and took it back giving him and took it back and finally we don't even know whether we are giving him or we have not given him this one you are sure you have given it to him the life that we had before that useless life we had we we'll gave it to him just take after all there's nothing we could have done with it so we we'll gave it to him and then he has transformed. If you know and you know that you there was a point in your life you said, "Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior." If there was any point like that in your life, let me see your hands up. Let me see your hands up. Now you can see that as there are more people that raise their hand now than raise their hand the first time. Is that true? Now, why do you think you don't have the Holy Spirit? Because they taught us at some point that when you are born again, then you have to wait. Don't bring that thing. I broke the, last, the one last time. Amen. Do you remember? Shall I bring it back. Amen. So remember, they told us when you receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, and then you have to wait until the Holy Spirit comes. Is that true? So how many of you have Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? Let me see your hands off, If your hand is up, I will know up when I said if you have the Holy Spirit. Keep your hands up. The rest put your hands down. Now. The rest, put your, if your hands were not up when I asked you if you had the Holy Spirit before, let me see your hands up. Now, let me explain something you've just done. What you have just done is you have said unconsciously that Jesus and the Holy Spirit are not one. Unconsciously. And I don't blame you. I used to believe that for a long time until I begin to dig deep, deep, deep into scriptures and find out that it is not entirely true. What you have just done is saying, Pastor Tefia, I'm inviting you for dinner in my house, right? So I show up by 6.30 p.m. And lo and behold, you open the door and you find myself and my what? Guess who? My wife. And then you now say, ah, ah, I didn't invite you. No, I didn't invite your wife. I only invited you. So you come in, let your wife stay outside. Cannot be possible. In case you don't know, it cannot be possible. Amen. So what you have just done, clap if you want to clap now. I'm sounding romantic today. You will not clap. So, what you have just done, you have re- you wanted to receive me as Lord Jesus and leave the woman who is the Holy Spirit. What we do not know is that the moment you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I tell you for free that same moment you receive what is called the measure of the Holy Spirit. The measure of the word the Holy Spirit. And for a long time, Christians have thought they don't have the Holy Spirit. That is why there is nothing to cultivate. If you do not know you have him you cannot form friendship with him praise the name of the Lord I say praise the name of the Lord now the reason why that came was because when the first Apostles received Jesus you remember when the Holy Spirit first came in the upper room do you remember that story what happened he came like fire right and consumed all of them they were first believers before they did what received the Holy Spirit so you now ask why did they first receive Jesus Christ and later now the Holy Spirit? And when I get some Christians, what they tell me is remember those apostles that came and they ask them, On whose name were you baptized? And they say, In the name of John the Baptist. I say, Ah, you've not received the baptism of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So come, let us now baptize you. If you read that story, you are entirely correct. If you were tempted to think that when you received Jesus, you did not receive the Holy Spirit, and I'll explain why. The reason is this. Let me put example first. In around December we had we had an event in my office, and so for you to come to the event, what happened is that you must pre register online. Okay? So as the the event was supposed to start about nine, it was supposed to be a teaching class and all the rest. And so we discovered that as early as seven thirty, people were already trooping in. And for you to register, we needed to give you a wristband. That wristband shows that you had registered and you are qualified for the class. Are you getting me? So that wristband is in other words the seal that seals you to come into the class. Do you get that? So the the, the wristband seems to be the seal. So as early as 730, the wristband had not come. But people had started coming in. So the first set of people that came in, because we couldn't allow them into the venue, if they go in, they will be harassed by the security men. So what did we do? We took them and we put them in a lounge, expecting what to come, the wristband. So what happened then? When the disciples received Jesus, the Holy Spirit had not yet come. And that is why Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow the rivers of water, and he it, it was talking about the Holy Spirit that was yet to come because Jesus had not been, what, glorified. So the disciples had to wait in the lounge expecting the Holy Spirit to come. So when the wristband finally came, what did we do? We took some of the wristband and we gave those who had registered but had not had come earlier. So when we gave it to them, they went into the, what, to the class. Now let me ask you, if somebody else comes afterwards, Does that person need to wait in the lounge? Why? Because the wristband is now available. So then the Holy Spirit had not come. That is why the disciples had to wait. So the moment you receive Jesus into your life, you receive the word, the measure of the Holy Ghost. Give Jesus praise in the house this morning. Acts chapter 2 verse 17 watch what the scripture says it says in the last day it shall come it shall come in the last day it shall come to pass says the lord that i will do what pour out my word, upon how many flesh so how how many of us agree that we're in the last days let me see your hands if you agree we're in the last days now how many of us seated down here are made of flesh if you're made of flesh let me see your hand If you're not sure, tell your neighbor to pinch you a little. If you feel pain, if your neighbor is not raising your hand, then that's a ghost or a spirit seated beside you. So he says, in the last days, I will do what? Pour out my what? Spirit. Upon how many fleshes? Is there anything like fleshes? There's nothing like fleshes. Okay, for the sake of this class, we'll use fleshes so that you know it is plural, right? So to how many fleshes? To all flesh. So, are you qualified for that spirit? If you think you are qualified because you are made of flesh and were the last days, let me just see you wave your hand. The reality is that we are all qualified for that spirit. And because it was the spirit of the promise, everybody is qualified. You have a measure all you knew before was that until you start speaking in tongues or he starts shaking you, then the Holy Spirit had not come. Amen. In John 6, 13, the Bible says, however, when the Spirit of truth shall come, he will lead you or he will guide you into all truth. However, when the Spirit of truth shall come, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. So when the, what the Holy Spirit is actually doing is teaching us and leading us the way. If you don't have him, you are going to miss it when it comes to being led by God. Praise the name of the Lord. I say praise the name of the Lord. So we now come to understand that truly the moment you receive the whole, Jesus as your Lord, as personal Savior, the Holy Spirit was the seal of your salvation. Say with me, the Holy Spirit is a seal of every believer's salvation. So the Holy Spirit became the seal of your salvation multimedia help us next slide so the holy spirit is the seal of every believer's salvation now read with me ephesians 1 13 clearly slowly it said, in whom you trusted after you have heard the word the word of truth and the gospel of what salvation did you hear the gospel of salvation before you believed didn't you somebody told you receive jesus christ and it says and then you believed when you believe, what's the next thing he says? He says, you were then what? Sealed with the Holy Spirit. Who did you receive? Was it not Jesus Christ? And who he, did he seal it with you? He sealed the Holy Spirit with you. It's a complete package. It is impossible for you to have Jesus in your life and not have the Holy Spirit. Because both of them are what? Are one. Even if you do that simple mathematics, you will know it is what? It is true. Celebrate God in the presence this morning. So it is very important we establish that and the question you there ask why did god send the holy spirit very early when we got our kids i'm sure a lot of you will will reason to this at some point we will tell the girl that stays with us by the way is a very fantastic young girl who has stayed with us for a while the children loves her and she's been doing fantastically well and so sometimes we will give her instructions on what to do before we leave and then you will come back to find out that she did some things that are absolutely what different do we have any witness here where you tell your children or whoever do this or do this so, then you come back and what she did was entirely what different even we we do the same thing on the altar the message is preached when we go out we are doing what different thing doesn't it happen to us so it got to a point where you would tell her this, she'll be doing the other one. When it's 6.30, cooking do egg. Give the children. You, do you hear me? She say yes. By the time you come back by 6.30, the children are already sleeping. Ah, what did you give them? I gave them akbu and okro soup. Akbu and okro soup. No wonder they are sleeping by what? 6.30. Because in our eyes, in our mouth, in our belly, she's hungry for what? So she will come to a point. Did they even tell me, is it Indomia egg or and okra soup? Let me just give them food is food. So you give them akpu and okra soup. They cannot wake up very early in the morning again. Praise the Lord. So it got to a point where we had to say, how then can we communicate with this girl when we are far off? So we had to give her what she didn't have that we had. What could that be? A telephone so with that telephone if she's not sure what to do what will she do she will just call you is it or indomia egg and then you say no it's not is indomia egg so you have we have now established a means of what communication so what did god do the only thing he gave to you was just a cell phone in the name of the holy spirit so that when he wants to talk to you you will not miss it so how can we be christians and we don't have the cell phone of heaven So how have you been communicating with him? If you are talking to him, who are you hearing? You can have the cell phone, but still don't communicate. Is that true? So that is why some of us who've had that cell phone on the day of salvation, but we didn't even know somebody gave us a phone. So you've been working with the cell phone of heaven. You are not charging it. You are not picking the call. You are not doing anything. But you had that spirit all the rest of your life. Are we teaching here? I said, we're going to teach it as simple as what A, B, C. Once you understand this rudiment, you will walk and become a better Christian. All these things they used to say, I heard God say, you too can hear God say. You too can what? Hear God. It is not difficult. It's as simple as A, B, C. Say with me, A, B, C. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, are we, are we, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. So that is what the Holy Spirit does. It invariably just means of communication with heaven nothing more is a means of communication with heaven and so if god have to communicate to us in first corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 he says for we are all joined together with god we are all joined together with what with god so when god wants to communicate with us he communicates to us only through the holy spirit God communicates to man through the word, through the Holy Spirit. So, if we have to be led in 2020, it is no doubt that we have to have what? You have to know the person of the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying you have to have. I'm saying you need to what? Know the person of the Holy Spirit. Because if God will have to ring you, you have to do what? Ring you through that Spirit. And that is why sometimes when we miss our way, what do we do? We only go in the place of prayer and ask him, Lord, what will I do at this point? If at a point of time you miss communication with him, what do you do? All you need to do, charge your phone and do what? Give heaven a call. But if there is anything that makes us lose that means of communication, it becomes difficult. Sometimes back, we decided to visit one of our uncles and aunties, who have been very nice, by the way. So we called them that we are coming to visit them. So they sent us an address. You know some of these addresses, they will send you and they'll tell you, when you get to so social place, call me. They will not, the main house doesn't have address yet. So we now started driving and driving. When we got to the place, you will see a billboard, church billboard. When you get there, do what? Call me. So when we got there, we now called her. Until we are in so 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 place, we are there. Can you see the B board? Yes. Look to your left. Can you see a road there? Yes. Is the road that no enter that road? Just be coming straight until but the road is not that. Yes, that is the road. Just be coming as we're going and going. He said, Can you see high tension wire? You know how this tower pole 132 kV. I said, Yes. He said, Just be following it gently. Just be following. Don't drive under it. I said, we should not drive. We're driving and the only road that is there, the road to the left is not good. The road to the right is not good. The only way of passage is right under that that word high tension. So we're just going and going and going and we're praying. In our heart, I was thinking the same thing my wife was thinking. If we survive this journey, we'll never come back. (laughs) So what if at any point in time, my cell phone went down? What will happen? Will I be able to communicate with them? Does it mean they are not ready to talk to us? So the problem usually Is not that God have left Or have stopped talking The problem is usually that we have lost communication Between ourselves and God And so We need to keep and have that understanding that the Holy Spirit rises within us. And this morning we're just going to learn quickly how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Multimedia help us with that slide. How to be led by the Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to tell you three ways to be led. If you meet the greatest men of God on earth, they can't do more than these three. They will not go beyond these three. Everything that they do is within these three. It's called a principle. This is basically the principle. The first way is to what? To meditate. Say with me, meditate. Do we have flesh in the house this morning? I said, say with me, meditate. Say it again, meditate. They say what you repeat often gets, gets to your brain, right? So say one more time, meditate. The second one says what? Commune say with me commune say with me commune now the third one says what fellowship now these three are the pillars of having a constant relationship with god through the holy spirit how many of us remember when we were young when they used to sing that song to us read your bible pray do you remember sing pray okay pray every day it says read your bible. If you want to, know. okay. Now it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. We have children in the other class before they think these are real. Please clap for yourselves. I'm sure this is what Yoruba people call Agbaya. Amen. Real big Agbaya. Praise the Lord. Now, do you remember that thing? Do you still tell your children to read their Bibles and pray every day? Do you do that? When you see your children, have you read your Bible today? Have you prayed? To? Do we do that? I tell you, if you do that same thing consistently, you will have continuous connection with the Holy Spirit. We tell our children to do it, but oftentimes we don't even do it. The very first one we're going to do is meditate on His Word. The meditation we are talking about is meditation on His Word. Talking and being led by the Holy Spirit is dependent on these three things. To meditate on His Word, to pray in His Word, and to fellowship with that Holy Spirit. Number one, we've established that we all have the Holy Spirit the moment you receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. The question then is, how do you cultivate a relationship with that person that you've had in you for a long time? And first and foremost, what you need to understand is that we need to meditate on his word. John 14, the Bible says, and when the helper shall come, what did he say we we'll do? He says, whom the Father will send in my name, he will bring to you what? He will bring to your remembrance all the things that I've said. Now, let me, let me test you now. If I tell you, do you remember so, so, so thing, doesn't it mean you must have had a good knowledge about it before, right? So, if the Holy Spirit will bring to our remembrance anything, it is based on what you have read, so you see usually we always think the holy spirit will come and say hey brother brother don't worry hello brother john brother john brother john and then you say yes speak to me oh lord no that's not how he works in this dispensation he walks through his Word. so number one he expects you to read something and that is what he will bring to your remembrance anytime you require knowledge of what to do he doesn't what do you think the pastors do the ministers what do you think they do specially all they do is read their Bible, pray every day. What, what else is there to do in Christianity? Do you think they go to heaven in the morning and come back early in the morning, 4 a.m.? Senior pastor will go to heaven, come back, collect the word and then starts to tell us. No, all he does is to meditate on the word and submit himself to God to speak to him. So as we all seated, when God says in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, it was for him to empower us so that he can lead us on everyday basis. In Acts chapter 8, let me show you something quickly. A man, the Bible called him the Ethiopian Enoch. He says he was coming from Jerusalem. Where is Jerusalem? The temple and the city of the Lord. So this man was like coming from church. And when he was coming from church, the Bible says, and he began to read the scriptures. As he began to read the scripture, this is what the Holy Spirit does. If he sees you being hungry for his word, he will come and bring knowledge to you. The Bible says he will teach you. So what did he do? The Bible says, and the Holy Spirit came upon Philip. And he said, go, go, go. There is somebody reading the Bible. He doesn't understand what he's reading. As the Holy Spirit, my work is to teach him so philip now went to him i said sir do you understand what you are reading he said how will i understand when there is nobody towards to teach me so he was reading the scripture but he did not understand so the same thing happens to us when we read the scripture sometimes why do you think you read leviticus and you don't understand it have you tried reading leviticus before or nehemiah or habakkuk you cannot understand it save the holy spirit teaches you it is not possible. So that is why we say at the point you are about to read, ask the Holy Spirit. He's a person. Don't talk to him as if he is far off. Just say Holy Spirit, please help me. I want to read. Start that this week. When you want to do anything, talk as if you are talking to somebody that is beside you but invisible. Holy Spirit, I want to read. Are you there? I want to read. Please teach me. That is how the relationship starts. But first, he requires you to do what? To read something. Ask your neighbor and tell your neighbor, please read something. So, it starts with reading something. And the Bible says, and Philip then explained what he was reading. The same way the Holy Spirit is here, to explain whatsoever you are reading. If you read something you don't understand, don't, take your time. Don't, don't, don't stress yourself. When you read, you don't understand. Move on. But tell the Holy Spirit, please reveal the word to me. He will reveal it somewhere. Whether in church here, yeah, in fellowship, in the place of singing, somehow he will reveal what? That word. And so, some of us will always say which happened to everybody i cannot read more than two verses and they say we should be reading one chapter a day don't mind them if it is one verse you can read every day do what read that one verse if it is two verses you can read, do what? Read that two verses. If it is three, you can do what? Read that three verses. Don't let anybody bother you. You are not expected to read one chapter before he speaks to you. All you need to do, read the one you can do today, read the one you can do tomorrow. By the time you get to day three, nobody will tell you to read five chapters. First Timothy four eight. Let me show you something quickly. The Bible says, for bodily exercise profits what? A little. In December I could not go for there's a place I used to play football every Saturday. So in December I was very busy. I missed almost all the Saturdays in December. On the last Saturday, I was able to meet up with the training. And so for three weeks I've not gone. On the third, on the fourth Sunday, Saturday I now went. Now you know why I'm fit. Praise the Lord. Oh God. If I don't go, my wife will push me. Go, go and Go and shed weight. Go and look sexy for me. Praise the Lord. And so on the fourth Saturday, then I went. I was so excited. I was jogging. Today I will jog. So the coach now says, Four. Hey, everybody, four, 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 four. We found four. Because I've not done it for a while, I was very quick. I went to the front. I was jogging and jogging. You now there's something he calls it. Causes. What we do, we touch the floor and jump. So when you touch the floor, he expect you to see the ground. When you jump, he expects you expect to see the what the sky. We did the first one. I said today I'm back in training. I did the first one. I jumped, saw the ground, saw the sky. I did the second one, saw the ground, did what saw the sky. I did the third one. I was energy, saw the ground, did what. As I did the fourth one, and I hear one sound. The sound sounded like ka. So I was on the ground, I heard car, I said, no, it cannot be my back. Me, that I'm fit like this. So as I heard the car, I said, ah, this car cannot be from my back. So as I went to stand up, I discovered that I could not stand up. So you know this thing Yoruba people call agidi? Agidi is not good. Agidi is bad. So, and the coach is a very impatient one. He started, here, yeah, jump, jump. Me I now use a gidi to stand. I did not hear "kai" again. The next sound I heard was "kakaraka." <laughs> Why? Because I use a gidi. So as I heard "kakaraka," as I stood, I just discovered by myself. I could not turn to the right. Neither could I turn to the left. And then my wife has warned me not to come back with injury again. The last one has not healed. I'm coming back with another one. So I just told the coach, I'm not training again. And that is why when you try to read what you cannot more than what, it says bodily exercise profited what a little. Now read the next verse. What did it say? He says, but reject what? profane and old wives fables. All these things they always tell you uh, you cannot read more than one chapter you can, if you don't read ten chapters then you are not born again. Forget them. They are all old fables. He says exercise yourself towards what godliness. What is exercise toward godliness? If it is one verse you can read, read that one first. Don't do what? I get it. If it is two verses you can read, do what? Read those two verses. Don't do what? I get it. If it is three verses, by the time the Holy Spirit starts to work with you, you know when you do press up, push up, you do five the first day, next time you are doing ten, how does it work? It is gradually. By the time you start reading ten chapters, because the Holy Spirit will put excitement in this, you will not know. All you need to do first, start meditating on the Lord. give Jesus praise in the house give Jesus praise in the house I say give Jesus praise in the house number two quickly is to commune what do we have number two commune say with me commune say with me louder commune and commune with what commune with the Holy Spirit now if we, if we pause here for a while how many of you now think you have the Holy Spirit if you think you now have is it is it not possible to read the Bible every day now? You will see, by the time we take these baby steps, you will be a better person. And we will hear God clearly. This thing, say, God said to me, God can speak to you every day. It is not about in the place of prayer. Don't in it. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak only in the place of prayer. He speaks in your everyday Activity. You are driving. He's speaking. You are cooking. He's speaking. You are talking. He's speaking. You are about to do a presentation. He is speaking. That is what it means to have a what a relationship. It is not only in the place of what prayer. Commune with the Spirit. Number two. I will explain that quickly. Psalm one one nine verse eighteen. Psalm one one nine verse eighteen. The Bible says, "Open my eyes, that I may what. Behold, what kind of thing." Speak up now. Behold what? Wondrous things where? So there are wondrous things in that thing you are reading. So the word of God is not just books. They are spirits of God spoken and written down. So he says, pray. Doesn't that look like prayer? He said, Lord, please, I'm about to read your Bible. Open my eyes that I may what? Behold what? Wondrous things in the Lord. So that is why it is not a cliche when we say When we say Before you read your Bible and as you are reading your Bible You do what? You should pray Because when you read anything you don't understand Don't force to understand it It is not you that can teach yourself There is someone that just is waiting For you to be hungry to know it So when you are hungry And you are saying Lord I don't know this thing Then he will begin to what? Manifest himself clearly to you You see that thing they say God spoke to me and said this Anything the Holy Spirit will say will not be out of God's word. Anything the Holy Spirit will say will not be what? Out of God's word. If you have to say anything, everything will be in his word. So when you pray every day and now receive the Holy Spirit, you are now speaking in tongues. I say the Lord say I should slap you. You slap somebody. Is that in scripture? If you do that to some people, they will say they will slap you back and say that's thus says the Lord. And you know God even say if they slap you one chick, you should do what? Turn the other one. If you know the Holy Spirit is really working, turn the other one, let them slap you. But the Holy Spirit doesn't work that way, He walks through His world. The Holy Spirit does what? He walks through the Word. So the Holy Spirit rides on the wings of God's word. Every time he needs to speak. And so as you begin to read the scriptures and as you begin to pray, this is how he walks. He will start to drop things in your heart that you yourself cannot explain. Jude chapter 1 verse 20. Multimedia go to the next slide please. He will start to drop things in your heart that you yourself cannot explain. But by the time you tell him to explain it to you, that means you you have gotten communion with the spirit, is a total surrender to the leading of the spirit. So, I don't understand this. I don't understand it. The Holy Spirit does what? Reveals it to you. Is in the place of communion continually with him that he will drop some little pockets of words to you. That is, what, that is where they, what, that's what they mean when they say, the Holy Spirit said to me. If you are reading, let me give you an example. Somebody was reading the scripture. So, the brother was reading the story of the good Samaritan. And as he was reading that story of the Good Samaritan, a word was dropping on his heart. And that word was a clear word. He was hearing it and he was seeing it. And the word was saying, SUV. Say with me, SUV. What is SUV? Is a, a car, right? So if you are reading your Bible, you are praying, God now say SUV. Won't you interpret it? Immediately we start thanking God. Thank you, Lord, for the new car. Lord, I pray anyhow it will come. Command the resources to come. It is not in your place, to interpret what the Holy Spirit has said. Because when he says it, it's about time. It will take a little while for you to understand it. And that is why he requires you to continually fellowship with him. And so the brother was hearing SUV. Anywhere you go, SUV, SUV. But he couldn't place what it actually meant. But it came when he was reading the story of the Good Samaritan. But he couldn't place what it meant. And so one day he was driving. As he was driving... He saw a broken-down vehicle by the side of the road, and he drove past, just like every other person. Don't you do that, sir? Broken-down vehicle. Don't you drive past? It? Didn't you read the story of Good Samaritan? Why didn't you wait? Do you, are you sure you have the Holy Spirit? And so, as he was driving by, he has had Holy Spirit, SUV, for one week, two weeks. He couldn't grasp what it meant. In fact, he has started thanking God for the car that was coming, brand new SUV. And so as he was driving, the story says, as he was driving and he passed the car, and he saw his eyes flash at the back of the car where SUV was clearly written. And he passed by, the Holy Spirit immediately reminded him of what he has planted in his heart. So he parked and pulled over and then he went to meet the woman that was stranded on the road. What was the problem? Just to change the tire. And where was the woman going? At the back seat, there was a baby in the baby cart at the back who she was taking to the hospital. Doesn't that look like being led by the Holy Spirit? So you are looking for when God says, thus says the Lord. In everyday business, that is how the Holy Spirit works. All you need to do is read your Bible. Do what? Pray every day give Jesus some praise in the house this morning. And So before we leave here, you have, when you have this understanding, you will be hungry for him. There will be that hunger and he only feeds hungry people. Believe me. The Holy Spirit will not come until you are hungry for him. For Him, The Bible says, all ye that thirst and are hungry. Sister Lydie was quoting that scripture this morning. He said, all ye that thirst and are hungry should do what? Should come to me. You need to feel that hunger. If you don't feel that hunger, he will not come. And so, he's not there to feed everybody. He's only He said, those who are hungry and are thirsty, come and drink and buy for free. Let's go to the last point this morning. Fellowship, which is fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Say with me, fellowship. Say with me, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship. One day I told, my daughter came and said, Daddy, are we going to fellowship? I said, it is not fellowship, it is fellowship. Say with me, fellowship. Each time I said, say with me, she keeps repeating, fellowship. I said, say fellowship. She would say, fellowship. When I was tired, I left her. The next thing she smiled, I said, fellowship. Praise the Lord. Immediately, I knew it is like mother, like daughter. But deep within me, I know it is from me. Don't harm me here. Praise the Lord. Go and I yourself as well. So, say fellowship. Some people are still saying fellowship. Praise the Lord. So, fellowship with the what? The Holy Spirit. Now, the question is why you can do those first two. This is the hard part. What does it take? They say, I should read my Bible, pray every day. This week, somebody will say, I've read my Bible, I've prayed every day, I cannot hear anything. This is where a lot of us have missed it. Even Christians that have been in church for 5 years, 10 years, 20 years, this is where we get hooked. Because this requires you to have a relationship with him. And I'll show you very quickly. This is very interesting. I've read my Bible, I pray, I cannot hear him where did you go remember last week pastor was talking about hangout do you remember when he was saying hangout so the holy spirit there are some places he does not go so if you think you can hear him in those places you cannot hear him there are some things he does not do so don't think about they say read the bible prayer every day so there are some places he will not follow you to there are places you will be he will not talk if you are, too, you are in a noisy place your phone will ring vibrate will you hear it Heaven is calling, but you are not hearing. So, if you fellowship in the wrong place, hello, sir, it is not about read your Bible prayer every day. This is the key one that we always miss. It is about what fellowship. What have you been doing? Have you given him time? You know, you can be in the house with someone and don't talk with the person. Is that possible? Very possible. You are with your wife in the house, the same house, morning to night. You don't talk, but are you together or not? You are together. But are you having a fellowship or relationship? No. Do you have the Holy Spirit or not? Yes. Are you talking together? No. Why? Because anytime you are coming, you are franking face. You are franking your face, franking your face. The same thing as frowning your face. The Holy Spirit cannot, you know, he cannot, he will look at your face. The shape of your face, he cannot talk. And some of us have that Holy Spirit. We have not even made an attempt to talk to him. And if the Holy Spirit will go back to God, they will say, ah, daddy, that day. She, he has not called me. It's three days now. Women will relate to this. It's three days. Are you sure it's okay? God will say, Holy oh, Spirit, me. ah, you mean that sister I have not called? He has not. She has not. She's not even picking her call. It's not that it's not ringing, but she's in a place where she cannot work. Fellowship. Say one more time, fellowship. So when you get to that point of fellowship, this is how it works. It is about him talking to you in everything you do. If you are waiting for the Holy Spirit to talk to you only in the place of prayer, sir, you've missed it. He talks to us when we are driving. He talks to us when we are doing presentation. He talks to us in everything that we do. I was sharing this testimony in House Fellowship last week. I said, something happened between me and my boss. And he came and told me how upset he was. And usually when he's upset, everybody moves back. And he said, do you think I was happy when you said that thing? And he was so angry but what i said i was only defending my teammates for doing something he thought we were not doing and then he called me to a meeting he sat me down and it was his face alone i could not even do fellowship with his face so immediately as he was about to he was asking me those questions i did not even know what to say but in a split second somebody else came to ask him for something within that split seconds i told the holy spirit teach me what to say at this point did i need to go and kneel to pray so, immediately I told him, Holy Spirit, teach me what to say at this point. All I made was one statement. His face began to smile again. So, that is how the Holy Spirit, it can teach you to say a thing at a time. That is why the Bible says, for you shall hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, that is how you will go. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> quickly, let me do an example. Let me show us something practical so that it will stay with us. Can I do that quickly? Can I do that quickly? So to volunteer, I need somebody to come up to volunteer. Any volunteer, just come up here. I don't get to say anything. But before you come, make sure you're coming with your spouse. Come with your spouse. Now they are seated. So we'll wait until we see somebody that come with his spouse. See these ones. These ones need deliverance after church. If I did not know these guys so well, I would have said whether they are. I didn't say that, praise the Lord. Now, I want to show you what fellowship with the Holy Spirit means. Are you ready to hear this? For the sake of this illustration, we're going to divide this altar into two. This part is going to represent Eden, Garden of Eden. And this part is going to represent the planet Earth, where we all are today. So this side represents what? I can't hear you. Please increase that volume. This side means what? And this side represents what? So this man is Adam. Say with me, Adam. And guess who this is? Oya Amen. And this man is representing, he's not all, but he's showing not serpents. Who said Serpents we need to do deliverance on this. serpent, <laughs> So this one represents God. I want to show you how fellowship works. So half of this place is what? Eden. The other half represents what? So this man is who? And this woman is who? And this man is... So please stay here. So the Bible says no both of you stand here. so in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and what and void and god said by the spirit of the lord let there be light and there was what there was light and he came in the fullness of time god said let us who was he speaking to to these men within him the god the father the son and the holy spirit and he said what let us make what man in our what image and in our own likeness so he created this man adam you stay here so when he had created adam and he said so you have given all the fullness of earth to do. So God will go. In the pool of the evening, the scripture says God will come back. And he will say, Adam, how are you? Adam will say, what? Fine. He said, what are you doing? I am babbing the lion. Hey, yeah, this lion, 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 lion is fine. You, So you can bab, Adam. Adam will say, no. Does this look like fellowship or not? So does this look like an intimate relationship or not? So God will go back. In the pool of the evening, he will come back again. Adam, what did you do? Oh, Adam, you planted these flowers. Oh, so you're a flowerarian as well. Amen. So he will say, Adam, that is very nice. Adam, you are working too hard. Is God not touching Adam or not? Does this look like a fellowship or not? Is this not intimate? Please tell me, this is not intimate. God now said, Adam, you know what? You are walking too hard. Let me let, close your eyes. I have a surprise for you. What did he do? He now brought what? He brought who? He now said, Adam, open your eyes. Why, your man, I've given you. So, does this look like a relationship or not? So, he said, Adam, take care of your wife. Oh. Eve, take care of him. Oh. And you know, Adam, Adam. Bad guy. Amen. So, this is how God relates with what? With man. If you have this fellowship, won't God tell you what to do part time? This is what we are asking for us to have with the what? Holy Spirit. Nothing more, nothing less. A point will come. Adam will come. Uh, Adam, uh, you guys are doing well. Adam, you saw this cloth. Hey, yeah. Who saw it? How much? And that was how it was going. Until one day, God came. And when he came, and he saw them holding apple. Ah, uh, Adam, where did this, you eat this apple? Adam, no. Why did you, I told you not to. So out of that, what did God do according to the story? He chased them out. So God, So, he chased them out from Eden. So where? So where are they now? So God is still where? Where he is. So, but is the relationship not broken? The relationship is clearly broken. But God still loves them. So this is God. And then, but he has chased them away. Have you had that experience where... Holiday comes and the children are just making us, making us, making us. And you can't wait for them to go to granny. And by the time they go to granny, my wife is very guilty of this. You now wake up Saturday morning, everywhere is quiet. And you start missing them again. Praise the Lord. And you just wake up and you start missing the children you, were, you chase by yourself to go to granny. So the same thing. God came one day and he said, ah, no Adam, no Eve. And he was what? He was very sad. So he decided to reestablish that relationship with what with man. And what did he do? That action to reestablish relationship with man cost him his dear son. And that is why we don't take the salvation of Jesus for granted. Because it really cost him something. <laughs> and that is why the scripture now says in John chapter 3 verse 16. Multimedia, help us with the slide. And Bible says, and in John 3 16. For God did what? so loved the world that he was gave his only begotten son say with me very slowly god is love say that how did he show his love there is a god part that came out of god that is why we know that they are one and that part is the Son. what does what did his son do the son came to bring grace so say with me jesus brings grace Say it louder, Jesus brings grace. So that is why the Bible says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation afterwards appeared to all men. So when Jesus died, what did he do? He only re established that communication between God our, and man. So when he had finished his assignment, he said, I am coming to you, O God and god said did you see adam yes i saw adam i died for him did you see Eve? yes are they really sorry so jesus said i'm not sure let me ask him that is where salvation comes in so he now say, are you ready to receive him back as your lord and personal savior adam will say what well, yes yes i do so god jesus asked told jesus god yes adam is ready to reconcile back to you he said hey, yeah what of eve okay let me if are you ready to receive the lord jesus as your personal savior so that you reconcile back to god if we answer what yes i do because what jesus brought that grace and that opening so the grace is there if you don't accept it the grace is still there and so, by the time Jesus finished, he was about to go back because he brought grace. And at the time he was about to go back, do you know what he did? He now said, don't worry, I'm not going. There is a part of God again called the Holy Spirit that is going to what? To fellowship with you. So, he reestablished that fellowship we had with Adam. So anywhere they go what happens? The spirit is going with them. If they are driving, he's going with them. The same thing God was doing Adam, have you eaten? Adam, you saw this. That relationship God God re it. So the Holy Spirit brings the fellowship. Let me see if you remember. God brought what? God is what? Love. Jesus is what? And Holy Spirit is what? The fellowship multimedia help us, and that is why when you at the end of every service, do you remember that thing you read? The grace in fellowship. Say it, let me hear. May the what grace. Who brought grace? Lord Jesus Christ. And the what who brought love? Love of God. And the what? Fellowship of the what? Holy Spirit. Do what? Abide with you when, now, and forevermore. can you see so whatever we do we are just a replica of adam and god in heaven so he doesn't expect you to go anywhere without telling him and the more you fellowship with him the more you talk to him the more you you the more you recognize his presence that is where you form intimacy with him that is why Proverbs 3 verse 5 says that you should listen to God in everything that you want, you do. Everywhere that you want, you go. Everything that you want, you say. It's not only in the place of prayer. So as Adam is going, he's saying, Lord, should I go should I not go? Won't the Holy Spirit minister to him? So the more you become close to him, the more you initiate intimacy with God. And that is why it's important to know that it is only in the place of fellowship that intimacy with the Holy Spirit is guaranteed. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's celebrate them as they go back to their seat. So what is God saying this morning? He said, remember you have the Holy Spirit. Let's talk a little more. Because if you can establish an intimacy with him, that is where he finds expression to tell you things. And that is where they say the Holy Spirit is saying or saying or not saying. Because he now finds expression to say something to you. The more you engage him in everything we do, you give him liberty to direct you. If we have to be led by the Spirit, we need to commune constantly with him because that is where we find liberty. He gives you, give him audience to speak. That is why when he's speaking through people, we say they are speaking in tongues because they have given him that liberty to do what? To speak through them. It is a place where he leads. It is a place where he directs. It is a place where he constrains you. He tells you, no, don't do this, don't do that. He constrains you. And usually when the Holy Spirit is working, he's working to bear fruit in you. So you cannot have him and still have anger. He knows you have anger issue. That is why the Holy Spirit, in the place of intimacy, will tell you, don't talk. You will tell him, no, Holy Spirit, you know me, I have to say it. He said, no, don't say it. Because the fruit of the Spirit is what? Kindness, love, joy. It is the place of fellowship that he leads you to where seemingly it seems to be a far journey. But he's walking and roughing things through you. Why do you think sometimes we are not so happy where he has led us? But we still have this joy in us. And that is why the scripture comes. The joy of the Holy Spirit and the peace that surpasses all understanding. You have that capacity to be spoken to, you have the capacity to hear from Him. And this morning, we are all here just to remind us that this is the year of the leading of the Spirit. If God will lead us, we need to reestablish relationship with Him. Three ways: celebrate the Lord. Just give God praise in the house this morning. We need the choir this morning. We need a choir. And so in closing, we need to remember that there are three baby steps to being led. What is number one? Increase the volume, please. What's the number one? And what do we meditate on? Number two is to what? And who do we commune with? And the third one is what? And who do we fellowship? And that is why we said, by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, there was... And the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Do what? Be with us. How long? Now until when? Forevermore. If this God has spoken to you, rise to your feet. Celebrate him. And celebrate him this morning. As we take this simple song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's sing that song quietly now. Hallelujah. Sing it with me now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the instrument play. In Luke chapter 11, from Mm -hmm. verse 9, the Bible said, Ask, and it shall be given to you. He said, knock on that door. Keep knocking, it will be what? Opened unto you. He said, seek and you shall do what? And you shall find. In verse 13, he now told us what he was telling us to be desperate about. He says, if you being evil know how to give good things to your children, how much more would the God and the Father in heaven not give the Holy Spirit to as many that ask? We have the measure of the spirit. What we are asking today is for him to rough himself and establish himself and express himself in us. If you are here and you want to pray this prayer, I want to say, Holy Spirit, I need an expression in my life this morning. All you need to do is to say it with your mouth if you are really hungry for him. Some years back, a young man had been serving God for a while. And then in the place of serving God, he was still feeling empty. He knew there was something that was not yet expressing in his life. And one day he declared a fast for himself after listening to a message such as this. And he locked himself in the room and he can quite remember and he was praying and weeping. He wasn't asking to be born again. He was asking for an expression of the Holy Spirit that God has deposited in him. And as he was praying, and he was praying because he was very hungry. He was knocking, he was seeking, he was asking. And in a place of talking, the Holy Spirit found expression in him. And before you knew it, he began to speak in tongues that he could not explain. And that is why that young fellow is standing before you this morning with a mic in his hand and telling you what you need to help you in this journey. You may have him, you may have been with him for five years, ten years. It's not enough. If you want to pray this prayer, I want you to sing that song. And if you want to come forward, let's kneel together and let's pray that the Holy Spirit will fill us. If you want to pray this morning, you may be a teenager, you may be in your 30s, you may be in your 40s. It doesn't matter. Let's come. Let's pray together. All you need to do is to ask Him. If you want to pray and ask Him, we're not going to do anything but just to pray along with you that the Holy Spirit will find expression in you. I don't care how long you've been in church. But the Holy Spirit wants to move. Sing hallelujah. Sing it now. Hallelujah. If you're coming, please come quickly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please come if you're coming quickly. Let's just pray together. We're doing nothing but pray. Lord, thank you. Sing holy, spirit, sing, holy spirit. Sing, holy spirit. Sing, holy spirit. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, can't praying in the Holy Spirit right now. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh. You are welcome, you are welcome. Thank you, Jesus. you need to do is just to tell him how much you need him. If you are desperate enough, just tell him how much you require him. If you want expression, just begin to pray as many as in the house and you can pray in the Holy Spirit. Why don't you begin to pray aloud in the Holy Spirit while the instruments play, while the song is going. Just tell him how desperate you are for him. How desperate you are for him to lead you. He can speak through you. Just begin to pray. Whether you are seated, you are standing and you need an expression of the Spirit. We have just three minutes just to pray. Tell him how expressly desperate you are. Tell him how hungry you are to hear from him. Tell him how hungry you are to hear from him. This week the Lord will lead you by his spirit. This week the Lord will speak to you expressly i have never heard before. The Holy Spirit is here and he's speaking to us this morning. He's talking to someone, just listen to him, listen to him, listen to him. Just begin to pray as you pray, just pray and ask him to take over your lips, take over your spirit, take over everything you do. The Holy Spirit is here. Just ask him, that's all you need. And he's going to recite and find expression in you. Just pray right now and just begin to pray. In Jesus' name we we'll pray. And so Lord in heaven we'll thank you. Holy Spirit of God we'll thank you. Because in this season where you are leading us to a place called blessed. We cannot hear from you except we will have the infill of the Spirit. And so, Lord, we ask this morning that you will find expression in as many that have asked you to come in their lives in the name of Jesus. For as many that believe and know that you are God over yourself. Holy Spirit, we ask, O God, that you shall fill them afresh in the name of Jesus. For as many that requires an overflow and feeling of you, Lord, we pray that as this week goes, Lord, they will find expression in what you have to say to them in the name of Jesus. We cannot do but say thank you. We cannot do but say be thou glorified. We have come to this point, but we can only say be glorified, most high God. Sweet Holy Spirit, take your place in our lives. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Why don't you say a louder amen"? amen? Celebrate the Lord. Just celebrate. You have just one minute to celebrate the passing of the Holy Spirit. Thank Him. Thank Him for His word that has come. God be praised in Jesus' name. You may be seated.